0: My name is Josh Peck, host of Peck Report on Daily Renegade. I used to suffer with chronic pain from a degenerative bone disease. I was hopelessly addicted to opioids without any end in sight. But then, I discovered Kratom and CBD. I am no longer on prescription drugs and I have more energy and pain relief than ever before. Kratom and CBD have given me my life back without draining my bank account. If you too would like some minor to major pain relief, Kratom and CBD might be for you. Either click on the links in the description below this video or go to dailyrenegade.com. On the top left banner or right side ad and check out Tropic Health Kratom and CBD. Use promo code HEALTH20 for 20% off your order and get your life back today some say Christians are going to get through the coronavirus pandemic a lot easier than the rest of the world. But is that what is really happening? While that should be the case, because we have Jesus as our hope, is that what we're really seeing? Let's look at the pros and cons of how Christians are handling the coronavirus um, epidemic or pandemic, catastrophe, we can call it that. Uh, All that and more on today's Peck Report. (music) Hey everybody hope you are doing well hope you're enjoying enjoying your uh, time of quarantine Uh, I for one have been working at home quite a bit lately as I think you know uh, most people are either have to work from home if they have that type of job or uh, many people have been laid off unfortunately and you know this is affecting a lot of people in different ways so you know our our prayers and support go out to those who have lost their jobs or who have been laid off during this time. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about because times are rough um, and for Christians, you know, we are supposed to thrive during these times. Now, I don't mean thrive as in like prosperity and, you know, money and materialistic kind of stuff. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about uh, a, a spiritual type of thriving, that we are the ones that are supposed to be out there on the front lines, helping people out, ministering to people and making disciples of all nations. And uh, I read an interesting opinion piece today that I wanted to go through and see how this stacks up. And... um This opinion piece says that that Christians will get through this, you you know, much much easier, and I and I think some Christians kind of have this idea again because we know that that's supposed to be the case, not because we're any better than anybody else. It has nothing to do with us, really. It has to do with Jesus. But how are some people? Choosing to spend this time, let's put it that way. That's what that's what I wanted to talk about uh, today. And then a little bit later. Well, actually, we have more stories that we'll probably get to tomorrow in the next uh, couple of weeks. Um, but I, I want to mainly focus on on this story for today because uh, I, I I think it's important. And I I haven't been seeing a whole lot of um, what do you call it? Balance. <laughs> I haven't been seeing a lot of balance it seems like especially during times like these you really find out what people are made of you really find out what's in their heart and many times people will fall into one of various extremes uh... i, I think what we need now more than ever is its balance Now, what am i talking about with the extremes i mean well there's a number of them you can you can Pick any one. Uh, some people go to the extreme of conspiratorialism to explain this this catastrophe that we find ourselves in. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with you know trying to find out what's really going on and having ideas and and uh, you know opinions and speculations and there's there's nothing wrong with all that. But w- we have to have some balance here. We have to have some humility and realize and remember really that. Just because we think we know something doesn't mean we actually do. And sometimes taking that attitude of, you know, well, I know because it's what I believe. I've researched it, so I know. Sometimes that's not helpful. Um, actually, a lot of times when people say that they're trying to warn other people about what's really going on, what ends up happening is they end up pushing people away because they come on too strong. Uh, or, or they put too much, they, 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 they make it too personal you know you're an idiot if you don't if you don't believe me or you know if if you don't have eyes to see you know and i'm sure you've seen a lot of facebook posts like that uh or youtube comments things like that on social media uh where they'll they'll borrow these these biblical phrases like eyes to see uh tickling ears that's a big one wake up you know come out of babylon they'll they'll use that kind of language uh to to show how serious they are about the whole thing. But really, really what is that what's happening? Is that, is it that they believe so much in this theory and they care so much about getting you informed that they're, they're taking it that seriously? Or is it something else? Is it, is it something more like they want to be believed because it validates them and it validates the time that they've spent researching this stuff. So if you don't believe that's a direct threat they take that as a threat on them personally, and the time that they've spent on this. And I've thought about this before too, because I, when I first started getting into the kind of stuff that I do now in in ministry, when I first started getting into it, I I I dove headfirst into the deep end. I I mean immediately, right off the bat. And I I, I you know I was I was very young, uh, very young in the faith for sure. Uh, and I was new to all of this. So it was it was it was exciting. But I, I felt like I was taking it incredibly seriously. And the evidence of that was I would go online and blast people that didn't agree with me. Basically, my perspective was all wrong. Um, Coming out of it, being able, to, I never would have admitted this at the time. I wouldn't have been able to. I didn't see it like this at the time. At the time, I thought I was doing everything just fine. I, I was, I was correct. I was right in how I was doing. I, I would think about how some of the Old Testament prophets were a little rougher, and you know, I would, I would think about that. I would actually think of myself like on that level, if you can believe it. Uh, and it was, it was a total pride issue. Looking back on it now, you know, God pulled me out of that attitude and kind of showed me that my my response to these, to these things that I was, that I was learning, uh, my response was rooted in pride. I was a child. I was being, I was being a child and having that firsthand knowledge of, of, of myself, you know, going through that process, uh, now it's, it's crystal clear when I see it in other people. So I'm not trying to be hypocritical here and slam everybody that's doing it, but there does need to be a correction, you know. A correction must be made here, uh, because I, I really believe that while people are thinking and saying that they're helping people and waking people up, uh, I think a lot of times it's backfiring and they're hurting people. and And we'll get we'll get to why. But um, it, it for me it was it was a problem with pride. I thought I knew better than everybody, and if people didn't agree with me, then I would I would look down on them. You know, I, I would be mean and insulting online. I would have nasty little comebacks that I would come up with, you know, uh, and I, 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 that's how I treated it. Coming out of it though, I, I didn't really care about any of those people at that time. Um, I really didn't. I mean, think about it. If you're, if you're honestly trying to warn somebody about some kind of danger that they're in, and, and you're trying to warn them because you genuinely love them and you care about their well-being, are you going to be mean and nasty and sarcastic about it? Are are you going to take a tactic where you know they are most likely not going to listen to you? And, you know, if you, if you really care about them and want them to listen and don't care as much about yourself and your own image, um, is it reasonable to take that tactic? So what I realized was I cared about myself. I was being selfish about it. I wanted to be known as, you know, the smart person. And I wanted to show that I was smarter than these other people and that I knew more than they did. I, w- I was more woke than than they were. You know, uh, I, I know the whole woke thing is like a leftist term that's used for a lot of uh, leftist like identity poly- politics stuff, social justice stuff. But I see it a lot in in our in our fringe christian circles a lot it, it it's like a contest to see who can be more woke or more more um controversial or more um conspiratorial in their ideas in their thinking um and it's it's selfish and prideful so i was definitely in that camp before I really started getting active in, in ministry and doing what I'm doing now. So now I now I see it a lot. So I wanted to I wanted to talk about that today because I think it's important to identify and it's not so much about trying to change the people's minds who are actively involved in this, although if they did that would be great because again I think this type of tactic is doing a lot of damage. Uh To the church and to people who really need hope right now, who really need jesus um but it's more for you the the viewer who so you can identify it when you see it, so you know uh to stay away from this so so you can learn from my mistake basically you know it, it, it's it's the whole our iron sharpens iron thing if you can learn from another brother or sister's uh in Christ mistake then you don't have to make it yourself and then we can all be stronger for it i I think that's part of why not not entirely but part of why we're supposed to confess our sins to one another uh you know scripture tells us to do that it's not just so we can gossip about one another or we can see who's the better christian it has nothing to do with that i i I think part of it is so we can be properly uh reproved from our brethren uh but because it, it helps the whole christian community you know if if I get to learn from somebody else's mistake that they already learned from, then uh, I don't have to make that mistake myself, meaning fewer people are are hurt from whatever mistake I might make. So I think that that kind of thing can can be helpful if we know how to identify it. So I wanted to, you know, I, I found an article, I found an opinion piece that I think really captures... Sort of the spirit of what what Christianity should be during this crisis, and you know, I I, I gotta tell you the, the I, I I grew up in a really like fundamentalist background, and for a long time, um, for a long time, uh, a- after coming coming to Christ, like coming to Christ for real on my own, uh, getting getting back in the faith and and actually being a Christian, uh on my own I tried to stay away from the fundamentalist stuff as much as possible but we have our own problems too you know I I I know a lot of us are you know non-traditional you know we 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 want to talk about our ideas which is fine but I think I, I think what has happened is instead of just wanting to talk and express opinions I think we have turned that into not wanting to hear anybody else's opinion or not wanting to validate anybody else's opinion that might disagree with us. And that's a problem. That, that's a pride problem because that presupposes that we have the right answer. No one else could possibly, you know, unless they agree with us, nobody else could be right, so we don't have to listen to it or, or validate their opinion. That's just flat-out wrong. Even if you disagree with the opinion – uh, you should listen to it. You should weigh it out against your own. And then you should respond respectfully and lovingly uh, with your own counterpoints. You should know your position well. But I think it's a combination of, of pride and laziness uh, because, and you, you've probably seen this too, the the laziness aspect, people, many times people don't know why they believe what they believe. Uh, and, and you see this evidence by, by if you've ever gotten in, in an online conversation with somebody, About let's say they hold some theory and you disagree and you try to talk to them about it or whatever. Usually it ends up in in an argument, and usually the the points in the argument aren't really points at all. They're 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 more like personal attacks. And when you ask the person to explain why they believe what they believe, they'll send you a YouTube link. That's not a conversation. Uh, and I get that all the time, or they'll send a meme, you know, that, that happens a lot. And I I get that all the time. They won't have a conversation with you. They'll just direct you to somebody else. And it's because they don't know the points. They don't know how to explain it for themselves. If they did, they would just have a conversation with you and explain it. Right. I mean, think about this when you're actually in a face to face conversation with somebody and you're talking to them and asking them, you know, why, why do you, well, why do you think that they'll talk to you? Right. They don't they don't whip out their cell phone and bring up a video and make you watch an hour and a half long video uh and and let the video explain their point for them no they'll they'll talk to you and try to explain it you know um but it, it's totally it's handled totally different online people just want to send links because it's they're more interested in being right than they are in the actual views that they uh that they claim to hold and I say claim to hold because, again, I don't think very many uh, people engaged in this kind of stuff really take their own views seriously. They they don't they don't take this whole thing seriously. It's like they're playing a game. It's it, it's a game where they score points against you, that kind of thing. Um, I, I I have seen so much of that during this whole coronavirus thing. I mean, I've seen more of that than anything else. Now, that's anecdotal. You know, I mean, the the people that I have on my friends list and the people who follow me uh, are, like me, a little bit more conspiratorial minded than most people. So, of course, there's going to be there's going to be more of the more of the kind of extremists in that. Not saying you are, not saying I am. It's just whenever you have any kind of group, every group is going to have their their own extremists uh, to to one point or another. So our our kind of fringe Christian group, of course, the 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 extremely conspiratorial and emotional people are are going to find a home with with us. they're, they're going to try to, you know, they're not going to go to the anti conspiracy group. You know, the, you know what I mean. Uh, So I've been seeing a lot of that, but even more, and I don't know, I don't know if those minds can be changed. I mean, I mean, sure they can. My mind was changed. So sure they can. I just don't, there's a fine line between that and, and throwing your pearls before swine, you know, that kind of thing so we don't want to do that i i usually give you know I'll, if somebody comes at me with something i'll, I'll I, I usually maybe i'll try once to have a conversation with them but if, if they don't handle it well or if, if they just turn it into a personal attack honestly i unfriend them and i and i delete their comments so the main point of this is not for the extremists because most of them aren't going to watch this anyway but it's for it's for you and it's a reminder for myself too Um, that we we need to be very careful not to get pulled into the same sin of pride. And it's very easy to. It's very easy for us to find something online or find a comment and then want to come back at it. You know, or even have a thought or a feeling about it, uh, 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 that that you know th- this person is somehow less than me, or or you know th- this person is less than because they have a nasty attitude. We're not any better than anybody else. My apologies. My uh, my phone is kind of going crazy right now, uh, but we're the truth is we're not better. Than anybody else, even if we even if we think we make better decisions or even if we think that we handle our arguments in better ways we 're not any better than anybody else. The only difference uh is the choices that we make right and and i don 't believe our choices define us there's one choice that does, but it's not it 's not that we define ourselves. The choice is if we choose to follow Jesus or not, and the way that that redefines us is. Jesus redefines us. We don't do it ourselves, lest any man should boast, right? So we, we can't take credit for that is what I'm getting at. We're all on the same playing field here. Uh, and so what we need to do is realize not fall into the same trap of pride uh, so we don't want to think of ourselves as better than these people even if we make different choices. We want to think of them as okay, well I, I, they' they I'm just as bad as they are and if it wasn't for Christ then I, I would be damned to hell. Uh, so even if the other person is a Christian so that that's the first point. but that doesn't mean that you have to really entertain anything they're saying if they're being mean and nasty, the proper thing to do is to not associate with them, right? You, you 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 delete their comments you don't you don't you don't fall into because the, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get you into an argument they're trying to tempt you into sin because if they can get you to argue, Then you're you're in sin as well, because that you're thinking pridefully, you're thinking, you know, better than this person and you're going to really let them have it. You're going to show them it's not and it's not a sin to know better than somebody else. But it, it all it all depends on how you handle yourself, how you handle yourself and what your reason is. If the reason is because you're going to let them have it, you know more than you know more than they do and you're going to show them how how dumb they are, then that that is very prideful. That's a that's a nasty wrong attitude and that's that's what they're doing to you. Don't do that back. Um and if 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 you're going to engage at all, it should be because you love that person because you know scripture tells us to love and pray for our enemies even Even when they persecute us. So certainly if it's another brother or sister in Christ and they're they're blasting you for something, if you respond at all, it should only be because you love them, you see them in error and you don't want to blast them for their error. You want them to uh, have the opportunity to make the choice to improve. Uh, so the whole church can be better, and because you don't want to see them fall into sin, because you genuinely care about them. Now that's rarely the case online, because we most of the time don't know these people. Uh, you know, most of the time it's some stranger. So it's very rare, I think, to to even respond at all. Uh, but I I would say if and if you do, you got to do it carefully. You got to make sure that your response is not a prideful, arrogant response. You can't throw back what they're throwing at you. And I've, I've heard this before, I've, I've heard this argument, well, you know, I, I've, I've always been taught that we should be, you know, we should defend ourselves, and if someone's messing with you, then you mess with them right back. Look, if you're talking about a physical thing, then I agree, yeah, defend yourself. Don't just take a punch and then not do anything, you gotta defend yourself. But this isn't physical, there, there is a clear difference between physical attacks and verbal attacks, or, or written uh, words on Facebook. When it comes to stuff like that, we need to not be childish, we need to grow up, and we need to not do the same things that they're doing to us. You don't need to defend yourself in those regards. And and actually, this is going to sound crazy, but it actually can be sinful if you do. Why? Because what are you defending yourself for? What makes you so good? What makes you so great? What makes you so worthy of being defended? You know what makes you so so worthy as to allow yourself to fall into sin and do the same types of things they're doing just to get the upper hand back. All it is is it's bruising your ego, right? Now, and I know I'm using kind of harsh words, and most people are going to understand where I'm coming from with this, though. I'm not going out of my way to be insulting. I'm just trying to be real with you because these were the kinds of things I had to hear to pull me out of it. So um, in the off chance that one of these types of people is watching or listening and they're willing to accept the reproof, then great. Um, but but for most people watching, you know, my viewers, it's it's more of just kind of a warning that, like, you know, being being a Watchman isn't just talking about Mark of the Beast stuff. You know, sometimes being a Watchman means that you 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 need to uh, instruct people who who follow you where where the traps are, where the sin traps are, and, and I think in a lot of ways that that's more important. And so th- this is one of them. I'm not saying that you know. I, I'm not naming any names or anything like that, but this is something that we all need to watch out for, myself included, uh, because I, I get tempted just like you do. I, I get I get tempted to want to do the same thing, or if you're even having a conversation with a friend or a family member who who doesn't agree with you, I, I read something on Facebook, um, not even that long ago from, from somebody saying that they were, they were just in tears because they were in this argument with their sister or something. Uh, and their sister wouldn't, wouldn't listen or wouldn't believe them about 5g causing the coronavirus or something like that. And I didn't, I didn't respond to this person because I didn't know her. And, and I just, sometimes you get the prompting of the Holy spirit and sometimes you don't. And this was one that I felt like I, I just didn't. Uh, so I didn't respond, but, but I was thinking, you know, what, why get to the point where you're into here? Your, why does that bother you so much that someone disagrees with you? Like that, all that shows is maybe, maybe you're holding your own opinion to such high esteem that, that it's literally insulting if somebody doesn't want to listen to it, you, you, you know? And this this I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of other factors in this particular story that I'm not aware of. You know, she she didn't this person didn't mention if her sister was being insulting, like actually being insulting or maybe saying some very hurtful things. I don't know. I don't know. She didn't mention any of that. But all she mentioned was just that her sister didn't believe her about 5G. So I went I went. Excuse me. I went into the comment section just to see what people were saying to see if there were any reproofs at all. If there was anybody saying, uh, you know what, you'd probably feel a lot better if you just didn't hold so tightly to your opinions and just, just know that it's okay that people disagree. It doesn't invalidate your opinion. It doesn't mean you're wrong or stupid, and it doesn't mean any of that. It just means that you're willing to... Except that some people aren't going to agree. And, you know, you, you can use that as motivation even to make a stronger argument next time. You know, you can, you can use that as motivation to look into it more. Or you can use it as an opportunity to see your opinion from the other side of the aisle. Maybe there's something you missed. Maybe your sister is right. And, and may, maybe... Maybe five <laughs> G does not cause coronavirus. You know, uh, it's okay to think of that as a possibility, right? Um, and I think when it comes to these these theories like this, we we hold them to such high regard. It's almost like it's almost like we hold them up to the level of the gospel, but actually we. We hold them higher than the gospel sometimes because if someone doesn't, if someone disagrees with us, if a non-believer disagrees with us about the gospel, we tend to not really take that too personally. Some do, and they shouldn't, but typically we're a little bit more patient about that. Um, now again, some that that's not everybody, but but. Most of the time we we kind of give them a little bit of leeway and we think, OK, well, you know, we really care about we don't want this person to spend eternity in hell. So we kind of we 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 set our ego aside. We, we don't tend to get uh, offended. But when it comes to our own personal opinions about some conspiracy, sometimes people will hold it to an even they would never admit it like this. But just based on their reaction, because I don't care what they say, I care what they do, based on their reaction, getting so offended about it, uh getting so hurt and emotional about it, well, then you're you're putting that above the gospel, right? because you probably wouldn't get that upset if somebody just disagreed about the gospel, and I'm not saying you should. we shouldn't be getting emotional about any of this stuff um, but so, I looked in the comments, and every single comment, there were quite a few of them, every single comment. Was siding with the girl and, and and saying, you know, you're you're so right. It's just so hard when when you when you're not believed, and you know, it makes you feel so alone. And and they were just feeding into this. They were feeding into this this girl's depression, uh, the, 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 this girl's turmoil over her sister not believing in 5G. And I I'm, I'm thinking, man, if somebody, if somebody who knew her could just explain, you know, look, you, you just you don't need to hold on to that theory that tightly where you get this upset you know maybe maybe she would find freedom that way but she's not going to be found freedom by by having enablers like that just tell her that her response is completely appropriate because it wasn't it was an inappropriate childish response and i'm not saying that to insult this this young woman uh i'm not doing that but just as kind of a warning that when we let this stuff go when we let it go too far it can really hurt us and it can hurt other people too. Um, you know, we, uh, many, many times we like to post about like Joel Osteen and how like a weak leader will make weak Christians. And that's all true, but why aren't we calling it out in our own camp? You know, if we're going to call out Joel Osteen and I, I still think it's, useless to call out the person you should call out the idea but but putting that aside if we're going to call out someone like joel Osteen, why don't we call it out in our own ranks and, and then what is the reason for calling it out and this this is why i say that i, I don't like the idea of calling out a person because it's personal you, you know that then it's not for the betterment of believers it's because look at this bad person he's bad and i'm gonna uh tell everybody why he's bad because i'm so much better that's that's kind of the attitude around it sometimes Whereas if you call out an idea, okay, well, why is prosperity gospel wrong? Why is it wrong to not preach repentance in a church? Which obviously there's good reasons, right? There's good reasons why all of that is wrong. And you can, you can point out the, the ideas and actually have, I, I think, a stronger effect in people. Uh, you know, you, you call out a person, then the person will learn to stay away from that one person. You call out an idea, then the person will learn to stay away from that idea no matter who says it. So that's, that's a lot better. Um, but I think it, it really shows more about ourselves than it does who we're calling out. But if we're, if we're going to call somebody out, why don't we do that in our, in our own ranks? And again, I, I, we shouldn't call out the person. We should call out the idea. That's why I'm not naming names in this. Um, there, there are a few I could name, but, but it it just, it would be pointless because then it would turn into a. Uh, you know, Josh Peck versus whoever I'm talking about. And then it would cause people to feel like they got to pick sides. And that that it's beside the point. I'm not trying to convince anybody that I'm any better than anybody else. That's, that's not the point. The point is this stuff, th- this, this weak leadership pr- uh, produces weak Christians, it exists in our own circles. And I'm not talking about any like conference speakers or, or people that we would think of as like lead researchers in these fields. I'm not talking about anybody like that. I'm talking about just people on Facebook, even just a a random Facebook person who is going to get on Facebook and inform everybody what's really going on. You know, there there's, there's a million of them, but we don't ever call out this attitude. And because of that, it's led it's, it's, it's allowed to grow, fester, rise, and it's 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 been getting really bad. So that is my preface. Um, I'm going to read a little bit of the article, then we're going to go to members only, because it is really important. Uh, and I do have a couple of announcements on the future of Daily Renegade. Uh, things are going to be working a little bit different in the future, and I think better. And I'm hoping this will um, improve the ministry. So uh, this comes from stream.org. Christians will get through this better than others and for them. Now, when I when I see this, I think, okay, this is how it should be, but is this how it really is? Um, in light of what I've seen. Now, again, what I've seen is only a very small section of Christianity. So it, it's it, by all means, it's not the totality of Christianity in America. But again, this is my audience that i'm speaking to you know you guys are in the same circles as i am uh so we need to be able to identify problems in our own ranks uh just to make sure that we don't fall into them ourselves and uh so that that's that's the whole point so uh the comments that i make about this are not meant to be um representative of christianity as a whole in in the country uh but more just like kind of in our own in our own circles so it says people people who believe in traditional faith and morals know what's coming and what to do the world may find it needs us um and, and this is written by peter wolfgang uh and so it's written in first person from from this guy But it says, um, it was 1978, I was eight years old, a second grader in Manchester, Connecticut. My grandmother took me into downtown hartford because she wanted me to see the hartford civic center not an interesting building to look at no historical significance just a big building that hosted big events the roof had collapsed the new york times reported quote the roof groaned and then slumped first in one section then in the rest 1400 tons of twisted steel tresses and lightweight gypsum concrete fell almost evenly onto the 10,000 empty seats below end quote the 10 people in the building were not hurt Six hours prior to the roof's collapse, almost 5,000 people had been present to watch a Yukon men's basketball game. My best friend was there, so was my uncle. Had the roof collapsed during the game, all those people might have died. Both the will of God and his great mercy were evident that day. To my grandmother, it was a sign of human frailty. Quote, man thinks he is in charge, but he is not, end quote, she told me. Quote. Remember the Tower of Babel. Whenever we start to think like that, God will humble us. End quote. Um, and see, this is before we before we go to. This is what I'm worried about. This line right here, and this is, this is the whole point of this Peck report. Whenever we start to think like that, remember the Tower of Babel. Whenever we start to think like that, God will humble us. That is what I am worried about for our. Christian circles uh, I, I I believe that if we get too prideful and I've been I've been seeing a lot of that and I'm sure many of you have too um God will humble us and that's why I think it's important to not associate with people who engage in this because when that chastisement comes you know when that discipline comes we don't want to be we we don't want to be a part of that right? Uh, and I think that's part of the reason why part, part, not the whole reason, but part of the reason why scripture tells us that sometimes you need to get people out of your ranks. You you need to get rid of people for the good of the whole, you know, you need to, it doesn't mean that you hate them. It means you pray for them from a distance because the, the, what, what they're, what they're bringing from God could fall on all of us. Right. I mean, it just depends if if this whole fr- we, we probably think we, we probably like to think that we're doing good work in the fringe Christian stuff. Right. I mean, I, I believe that a lot of it is good. I believe that it's important to uh, try to inform people respectfully and with humility. Uh, there are a lot of denominations of Christianity today where basically Christians aren't allowed to think they're not allowed to have their own opinions on things. If you dare disagree with somebody, then you're, you're kicked out of church just for disagreeing. You, you know, that, that kind of thing is really bad. And that's like mainstream Christianity. And we're different. We're supposed to be anyway. You know, we're, we're supposed to be where we're supposed to be the example on how we can disagree on things, but we don't have to divide over it. You, you, you know, so what I'm talking about getting people out, out of our ranks, it's not because they disagree with what we might believe on certain non-salvational issues. It's because they're bringing sin in. You know, disagreeing isn't sin, but pride is. You know, when when the attitude is prideful and the other person has no signs of, you know, wanting to accept any kind of reproof then that is sinful and we need we need to expel that out we need to get rid of it otherwise we are risking the whole fringe christian thing you know we're we're risking everything that we're trying to do here and if we want a stronger church which i believe all of us should want then we we should want what we're trying to do to to thrive you know we want it to be blessed by god we want to we want to uh, and it's so overused this phrase Uh, But we want to wake up the church. And and I I, I tend to not really like that phrase because it's just so overused and it's used in so many different contexts. But uh, but that's what we want to do. And we do genuinely want to inform and warn other Christians of what's going on uh, because we love them and care about them. I mean, long ago, I used to be one of those Christians who wasn't allowed to think. And then when I got into the fringe Christian stuff, I mean, I just... I I like, I almost overdosed on it. it. I got, I got so into it that. I started to develop a really bad pride problem. Now the issue with me was I already had a pride problem from um, my my kind of fundamentalist background. Not saying all fundamentalists are like that, but I was. I certainly was. I, I was. I was the type of person that would say you're not a real Christian if you're if you're not a preacher of rapture believer. Like I used to think just ridiculous stuff like that. And, and I wasn't even able to defend my own position. I was. I just thought it was so weird and 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 bad and and just sinful if you dare have another rapture belief, uh, that, that I would, I would like, I would question people's salvation over that. Um, when in reality it was pride, it was pride. You know, I couldn't, I, I couldn't defend. I, I, I couldn't defend really my own position. Um, I could, I, I, I could tell people why I believed what I believed, but Most of the time it didn't even get to that point because I wouldn't even want to have a conversation because I I felt like these people aren't Christian. I mean, it was just a lot of prideful stuff. I thought so highly of my own views that I, I put my own interpretations at the same level as the gospel itself, if not higher, which is incredibly prideful. And I got disciplined for that, for sure. God definitely disciplined me, and I needed it. Uh, But wouldn't it be better to learn the lesson and not have to be disciplined? So that's why I say, if we allow these these people to stay within our ranks, they're going to get disciplined. God isn't going to just let that go. They're going to get disciplined. But if they're in our ranks while that disciplining happens, it 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 can hurt all of us. Uh, It it can it can really damage um, this whole like what we're trying to do and. God can start with new people and start a new thing with other people. Either way, he's gonna God is going to get his job done. It doesn't have to be through us. It can be through anybody. But he's clearly, I believe, he, he wants to work through us. He 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 wants to allow us to participate in this effort. Um but if we're not gonna do it his way, if we're gonna be prideful and unloving about it, he will find somebody else to do it, and we won't get to be a part of it. And that that really would be a shame to miss out on that. I mean, it, it is a blessing to be able to, uh, to be able to serve the Lord, especially with something that is, as I believe, as important as you know what what we're all trying to do here. Uh, we're we're trying to offer, uh, not only warnings but but peace and and hope and love and safety. Uh, all all of this stuff. We're that's what this whole thing is supposed to be about. It's it's not about. Just, you know, the the next popular conspiracy theory of the week where it's not trying to out conspiracy each other. You know, it's not trying to see who's more woke than who else or who really has eyes to see and or who really has tickling ears. You know, that's that's Mm -hmm. like the that's like our version of woke. And and frankly, it's it's the attitude is disgusting. So if we want to if we really want to serve the Lord with this thing, we need to get serious about it. We really need to get serious about it. There's a lot more that I have to say, and we, I want to go through the rest of this article, but we're going to have to do that for members only. Um for so many reasons that i've explained before and i'm not going to do it again uh but uh a lot of it has to do with youtube censorship um which by the way this time around we did get banned for a long time on youtube we're back now but we can't monetize so we lost a pretty major revenue stream there uh which is why we're really pushing hard on the membership thing because ideally what we want to do is not have to rely on youtube anymore that's the whole point um I I honestly don't even care as much about making money with this whole Daily Renegade thing, Uh, and and I don't make money. Uh, What happens is when we sell memberships, that goes back into the running of Daily Renegade. We're not profitable. Uh, not right now, and if we did become profitable again, those would just go into making daily renegade even better, so it has nothing to do with money it 's about reaching people uh it's it 's about serving the christian community and it's it 's also about the 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 four other efforts that we help in that uh you know we have a couple of ministries that we contribute to that serve the Jewish people, they minister to the jewish people try to try to get them to know Jesus. Uh, there's a children's hospital and a pro-life uh, ministry, so we we have those people that that we contribute to. So and your membership goes towards that. Uh, but really, uh, if we want to properly inform people, we need to have the numbers to be able to do it. Right now, we get more people watching on YouTube than we do on our own website. We we want to turn that around, um, but unfortunately, we're not there yet. So what that means is if you're not a member, please go be a member. Uh you can join Daily Renegade for free. You won't have access to the whole website. Um, there there's a lot of members only materials uh that that you'll you'll need a, a paid membership for, which you should get a paid membership. It's really cheap and you get a lot for your money, uh which I'll explain in a moment. But um but you can just join the website for free. We we've opened it up uh, to to free members. So, uh, but there's a lot of stuff you don't get with that. You'll you'll get the same stuff you get on YouTube uh, plus a little extra. But mainly. Uh, what you want to do is go become a member at dailyrenegade.com. It's only ten dollars a month or a hundred dollars a year, and it it doesn't only support us and the ministries that that I mentioned before. Um, you also get like an online magazine subscription. You you get articles from us for for your membership. You get full the full versions of all of our shows. What you see on YouTube is only a small part. Uh, usually a lot of times Peck Report is like an hour long show, if not longer, like this one is probably going to be longer. Um, and we're not the only show we, we have, I think 14 or 15 different shows right now and we're adding more. So we're building the whole website up. Plus we're developing, uh, an app for your phone and I believe it's for the TV as well. Um, so you'll be able to, you'll be able to watch at your convenience. Uh, but it, it's, uh, we're, we're really trying to build a, 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 fellowship here with one another. And that, that's, that's one of the biggest things too, is we, we all, we all try to stay in contact with, with one another. Um, there, there are things like social media that's available on the website. You can comment on people's posts and things like that. Um, so you get all that with a membership. Uh, but during these times we need you now more than ever. So, uh, if, if you would like a membership that's where to go dailyrenegadecom and please help us share our videos from our website tell people about daily renegade if it helps uh, we are uh trying to develop a way right now where um if you we're, we're trying to we're trying to start an affiliate program basically so um if you know any any viewer we it's not ready yet but this is what we want to do any viewer um If you're a paying member, you'll get a higher percentage. Uh, but if you're, but even free, even free people like anybody who sells a membership, you know, anybody who gets somebody to buy a membership through their own link will get a percentage of that sale. Uh, and, and I would, I would love to just open this up to the public. We're, we're not there yet, uh, but we're, we're getting there. So keep us, keep us in prayer for that. Um, but, uh, the, the the main reason is what we're trying to do is extremely expensive. You know, you can't just house your own videos. It costs money to do that. And we want to get out from under YouTube because they delete our videos. They censor us because we're Christians and all sorts of other things. Um, there's other ways you can help as well. If you are a writer, if you're a good writer and you want to contribute articles to us, it's gotta be good. And it has to be, you know, it has to have something to do with what we do at daily renegade. Um, and, you know, just browse the website if you want to know. It's it's, it's just Christian-based stuff. Um, but you got to be a good writer. You can email me, joshpeckdisclosure at gmail.com. Email me an article, 2,000 words or more, and if we accept your article, you'll get a free membership. Now, to, to maintain that free membership, we need at least one article a month. You could write every day if you wanted to, but we need at least one a month. Uh, and then you can you can get a free membership through that, so we we offer that as a way to get a membership and have access to all the materials as well and um so there's there's that but again it it's got to be good you know we we don't just publish anybody because we really want to give people their money's worth uh if people are are putting money into this ministry cuz they believe in it. We want to give them even more in return than what they put in, you know, that we 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 want to serve the Christian community in that way. Uh also, if you have any kind of chronic pain problems, I use Kratom every day. I have a uh degenerative bone disease. Kratom has been just wonderful for me. It helps me get through the day. Um, I can actually function because of it. We have this available at dailyrenegade.com from two different companies. Same with uh CBD uh CBD is also great for that it can help you sleep it helps with anxiety just all, all sorts of uh issues and problems i use both of these and they are just excellent uh we we really made sure to find the the best companies uh, available to to uh promote to you guys because you know again it's not just about money we want to actually make sure we're giving you something that can help so um try them out they're it's 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 just the best of the best um, CBD Pure, CBD Pets, they actually make it for your pets, but it's totally organic, non-GMO, pesticide-free. They test every single batch they make to make sure that it's uh, all pure. And they even do it through a third-party testing facility so you don't have to worry about uh, any funny business going on Uh, so all of that is available once again at dailyrenegade.com if you want the rest of this pack report head on over to dailyrenegade.com get a membership today only ten dollars a month or a hundred dollars a year i highly suggest the one hundred dollars a year because you get two months for free that way and you only got to pay for it once and you don't have to think about it for a whole other year so that is a great deal Uh, all right everybody if you are a member hang on the line we got a lot more to talk about. Everybody else, thank you so much for joining. Until next time, take care. God bless.